0: Hey friends, did you know that you can come hang out with me in real life? That's right. The Work In Podcast and Savage Grace Coaching makes its home in a boutique studio space called The Loft Yoga and Wellness in historic downtown Spring Valley, Ohio. This hidden gem of the Miami Valley is nestled in between Dayton, Columbus, and Cincinnati. As a part of my mission to bring a legacy of resilience through movement, each month you can join me for a hike on the bike trail, followed by a free trauma-informed vinyasa class back at the studio on Main Street. Go to savagegracecoaching.com to see the calendar and join my newsletter, A Yoga Life on Main Street, to stay up to date on all the latest studio news, events, and gossip. And now... On to this week's episode. It doesn't matter what you think is going on with your stress levels. What matters is the nervous system's response. Often we think that trauma and stress injury only happens when the nervous system is overwhelmed all at once with too much too soon. And yes, that can happen. But too much for too long can lead to the same chronic stress and trauma symptoms that we see even in full-blown PTSD. You're listening to The Work In. I'm your host, Erica Thomas, a certification collector and refugee from the Body Brand Nation, sharing 25 years of experience in the fitness industry to recruit and support the next generation of fitness professionals, coaches, and wellness educators Join me and raise the standard of professionalism in the industry by bringing trauma-sensitive training to the health-conscious and health-curious alike. Let's get started with today's Work In. The Work In is brought to you today by Elemental Kinetics Online Resilience Studio. Chronic stress and trauma lives in the body. Ready or not, that puts creative fitness professionals front and center as the first line of defense and support for trauma recovery. Yet few get the training they need to help them navigate their own stress curve, let alone support for their clients. Elemental Kinetics offers personalized coaching and mentorship for fit pros so they can expand their professional scope, burnout-proof their business, and change the face of fitness through trauma-informed, class design for any format. Check it out at ElementalKinetics.com. Hi there, everyone. Welcome back. Last week on the podcast, we spoke with Kim Basler, and she is an absolutely amazing voice in the fitness industry. We talked about the long-term effects of living in chronic stress over-exercise, and disordered eating, and how common all those things are in the fitness industry. Now, of course, this isn't limited to the fitness industry. No matter what your profession is, it's important to understand that just because you do what you do so well and have done it for so long that you can maybe do it in your sleep, that doesn't mean that you're not under chronic, toxic levels of stress, It doesn't matter what you think is going on with your stress levels. What matters is the nervous system's response. Often we think that trauma and stress injury only happens when the nervous system is overwhelmed all at once with too much too soon. And yes, that can happen. But too much for too long can lead to the same chronic stress and trauma symptoms that we see even in full blown PTSD. I speak from experience here because there was a period of about 15 years where if you had asked me if I was stressed, I would have told you no way. Even though I never slept, I suffered from excruciating gut pain all the time. I had anxiety depression, and random, pretty violent panic attacks, as well as this crazy hormone dysregulation. So much so that I felt angry and aggressive all the time, no matter what the situation. And I would lose my temper at the drop of a hat. This went on for so long, and it had started so subtly that I believed that this was just my personality. And I am relieved and grateful that it is not. So I'd like to highlight some things that came out of our discussion last week, which if you missed that episode with Kim Basler, please go back and check it out. It was really, really wonderful story that she has. And I think it will really inform some of the things we're talking about today. But today we'll be talking about some things that can help prevent the kind of overwhelm that leads to burnout and the high rates of turnover that we see all too often in a space that is supposed to be based on wellness. And then I want to talk about some specific things that employers and managers can do to support their wellness contractors. So let's start first with the fitness professional themselves. Many, if not most, instructors and trainers are independent contractors. So what that means is we don't really have anyone else looking out for us we have to look out for ourselves when it comes to setting personal and professional boundaries. The first thing I teach my unshakable wellness professionals is the ABCs of resilience. Now, let's talk about what those ABCs stand for. A stands for awareness of your own state. That's your own state of health the state of your nervous system, the state of your stress response. How does what you do affect you and how are you affecting others? What this gets into is that ultimate safe self-regulation and how good are you at that self-regulation piece? Because what we forget is that As the person in the front of the room, as the expert in the room, our self-regulation affects how we co-regulate safely with other people. In other words, our energy will affect, positive or negative, the people in front of us. And so it's very, very important that we take care of ourself first, Without that awareness, without that connection within ourself, it is almost impossible to safely co-regulate and connect with our clients. So this is a critical piece. Without that awareness, it's impossible really to be able to set some of those boundaries which is our B in the ABCs. B stands for boundaries, and we're talking about personal and professional boundaries here. We need that awareness of our own state so that we can intentionally say yes to the things that work for us and confidently say no the things that don't. You don't have to be everything to everyone. You don't have to know everything about every aspect of wellness. You can create beautiful, strong boundaries around your zone of genius and still find amazing success in your career and in your personal life. And we do that by following the C in this ABC set. The C stands for career curation. In other words, learning the business foundations for success through collaboration, connection, and truly curating your, certi- your certifications in ways that make sense and support your boundaries and your awareness. This means that we are very mindful and intentional about how we invest in ourself and how we understand our business and then we can make choices in our business, especially a fitness business, so that it takes some of the pressure off, takes some of the stress off of our plates, so that we can be the best at what we do the best. This means investing in cross-training. And while cross-training Cross-training could mean how you exercise. I mean, you could cross-train as we typically understand it in that you would go and take classes or exercise in certain ways that um, round out your stress levels, that noticeably lower your stress, ne- stress levels. Of course we can do that. But cross-training could also mean choosing to invest in uh, things that really, really help support your state of mind outside of the gym. Things that are just plain fun. Because as we know, If we're looking for balance, if we're seeking balance, we sometimes need the complete opposite. So maybe we choose something that really taps into our creative side, something that has nothing to do with cardio and calorie burning, um, anything along those lines. So I'll give you an example. Uh, There was a point in uh, my work life, where I was feeling like my voice was very, very tired, exhausted, more t- more than tired, exhausted at the end of the day. My vocal cords were very tired. They were sore. And maybe you can relate because if you are teaching all day long, you're talking a lot and maybe you're forcing your voice to project over loud music. Maybe the mic goes out, whatever it is. So I decided that I would get myself a voice coach. Now, I really enjoy singing. I won't consider myself a singer per se, but I like to sing. It's fun. And so a friend of mine taught voice. And so I hired her to help me not just learn to sing, but um, to really help control my my voice to um, build up my voice and it was really an incredible experience not only was it so fun so fun to sing those show tunes for half an hour every week but the vocal exercises really really helped um, my speaking performance in my work day and I really really felt a difference Almost immediately. And so things like that can be super valuable in multiple different areas. The other piece to this C level is that we want to curate our certifications appropriately. We don't, you don't need to have a certification for absolutely everything. You don't. In fact, I think most of us are over certified and we really need to take a hard look at that because true certifications require continuing education credits, yes, but sometimes our most valuable trainings don't give us continuing education. I mean, I, that vo- that vocal training for me was very valuable, but I didn't get any continuing education credits for it, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. So, the ABCs are really, really important for overall resilience. They really apply across the board, even if you're not in the fitness industry. But unfortunately, the things that fall under these ABCs are really some of the things that most of our certifications leave out entirely. They're the things that, if you stay in the fitness industry long enough, You're going to learn them the hard way, but you don't have to. I don't believe that you have to learn these the hard way. It doesn't have to be so hard. In fact, the reason there's so much turnover in the fitness industry, I think, is because we have a tendency to be a little stingy with our wisdom. And if more people knew this, we wouldn't lose so many really, really highly talented trainers and instructors but because so many of us work in our own lonely little bubble and so we can't take it anymore and quit or move on to a real job it's it's really we're losing too many too many of us but there's some simple things that the people that we work for our fitness managers our business owners our gym owners our studio owners that these folks can do to really support their instructors and trainers and help them avoid that burnout and turnover and loss of talent. And we talk about this, Kim and I talk about this in our last episode. So um, make sure that you head back and listen if you have not already done that. The first is to have enough instructors. Now, This seems like a no-brainer. But the number one complaint I had, no matter where I worked, and many of my colleagues, I think, will second this, was that there was never enough subs. And here's the thing. Most of us start off as a sub. When you're fresh off your certification, we start as a sub. But really good instructors tend to get hired for more permanent positions, and it can happen pretty quickly. Now, depending on the facility, sometimes it's up to the instructor to find a sub if they need a day off, or maybe there's a a coordinator that handles those things, but if you're a club or a gym manager, the best thing you can do for your team is to let them know that you have their back And make sure that you are backfilling that sub list and staying on top of that. Because without that, without that piece, without that support, that backup, none of the rest of these suggestions are going to fly. Because if no one can take a day off, if you can't take a day off when you need it, then um, people will just leave. (laughs) All right. So so keep that in mind. We can do a better job of supporting continuing education from the top down. In other words, our employers. It's in everyone's best interest to either bring in continuing education for instructors or maybe subsidize it in some way or make it easier for your trainers to take the time they need to go get it, right? The gold standard would be to to offer education for your team on how to take care of themselves on-site, right? To have some kind of on-site way um, to refill their well. If money is an issue, which it always is an issue, then maybe you set up for your team some kind of mentorship program within your organization Uh, collaboration can build teamwork and build boost creativity and it is incredible when you can sit down with other fitness professionals and just brainstorm new ideas but that's really tough to do if everyone is teaching right? So in order for it to work, you need to have enough subs or maybe you have an A team and a B team um, so that you can swap off time like that. And then finally, this is a big one, everyone wants to get paid, right? We want to pay a fair value for the work that is being done. One of the reasons that instructors overwork themselves, one of the reasons that they they say yes to so many working jobs is because they need to make enough money just like everyone else. Now, The problem here is that in the fitness industry, especially group fitness, uh, personal trainers also to some degree, but in group fitness especially, you're trading hours for dollars and it's difficult to scale that, right? Unless you set up some creative payment options, as in, okay, you get paid per client that walks in the door and if you have a class of 20 people, You make X amount of dollars if it goes to 30 or 40 or 50. I mean, that is on the instructor, but the best instructors get um, more money, and it's good. It's all good there. There are other ways that you can cultivate what you offer in your facility, though, so that your team members can feel valued, challenged, and fulfilled, and in their creative zone of genius and be compensated well. And this might mean letting them host workshops or special events in your facility, maybe creating paid member challenges or uh, possibly stepping into some kind of admin outside of the gym or outside of the class. Uh, If you are looking for some fantastic ideas, I highly recommend that you go back to the episode we did with Rebecca Sebastian um, earlier this month. She had... amazing ideas. Uh, and this is a studio owner who survived the pandemic, a brand new studio owner who survived and thrived in the pandemic. So um, so that is a fantastic resource for you as well. The fact is, fitness professionals are some of the most creative people on the planet, and the possibilities are literally endless when it comes to expanding and scaling your business. But the fitness industry is unique in that we are helping others manage their stress levels without any training or understanding of the nervous system and how it affects absolutely everything we do, including the results that our clients get or don't get. And that dog just isn't going to hunt for very long, I guarantee it. So this year, I'm bringing you a unique opportunity to train with me in a one-day retreat that will give you a simple, accessible understanding of the nervous system, powerful, safe, self-regulation skills to calm your own stress response, and new skills and tools that you can immediately use to help your clients get those elusive results in any format. The Well is a one-day retreat for the serious and seriously stressed fitness professional who wants to become unshakable in 2022. And if that's you, go to ElementalKinetics.com forward slash The Well Network Shop for the latest details, some of which have changed. So check it out, including a brand new price that I think y'all are going to be real excited about. I know I am. And I hope that you can join us. The experience is going to be fantastic. So until next time, my friends, thank you so much for listening. And remember, it's okay to stop working out and start working in.